Most of my life, I have chosen to not really share anything about me. I've hidden from a lot of things, and most people think that I've got everything figured out. Well, in today's podcast, I decided it's time to let those walls down for everyone. So we're going to dive into my testimony, and yeah, let's uh, let's do this thing right now. up everyone welcome back to fight the good fight with me zachary taylor award i am as always super excited to be here with each one of you making another podcast and today's is actually going to be challenging um it's going to i mean it's going to be a whole lot of different things to be quite honest and and let me just be upfront. like i don't have a script in front of me about this one and why is that well if you saw in the title i'm going to share my testimony and just before I dive into all of that, I kind of want to uh, just give you guys a few things that you can remember as you go. Um, and the first one is just to follow me on my social media accounts. That's a way to just keep in touch with me to see kind of what I'm doing. Um, and you can find all the links to everything in my uh, Instagram bio, which my Instagram is at Zachary underscore Ward 98. You can go and find that also in the description um, of this podcast. It's an easy way to find that. Um, but just go follow me on my social media. And also, if you guys want to support me as I pursue ministry, um, an easy way to do that is become one of my patrons, which you just subscribe to one of the three tiers, a five, 10 or $20 tier. Um, and it's just like a monthly payment, but it helps support me, a creator who's trying to pursue ministry and just be able to give you guys more content. And so go check that out also in the link description, um, of my bio on Instagram. Sorry, that was a very confusing way to put it. So anyways, guys, that's kind of the couple things I just want to share with you um, about that. Um, just go, you can go do that. Um, but anyways, let's just jump into today's podcast. Um, yeah, so my, my testimony. Um, why has it taken me 23 years to want to share part of it? Well, I mean, to be fair, a testimony isn't... Well, let me preface something real quick that's super important for me to help you understand is my testimony has absolutely nothing to do about me. I know that's... Uh, that doesn't make sense. When you say my testimony, you would think it's about me, right? Like you would think, oh, he's going to, you know, and yes, inherently it is my story, but it all has to do with God's overwhelming grace in my life. And um, there's a lot of different um, facets to my story and I'm going to share the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, and so, yeah, just Buckle your seatbelts because it's going to get very real very quickly. Um, but I wanted to, you know, as I've been mulling over this, you know, I've talked to my girlfriend about this. And she knows my story. She knows where I've come from and everything. Um, but one of my biggest struggles lately has been like my confidence and, and stuff like that. Like I've always had confidence in the Lord. Like that's just something he's always comforted me. He's always been faithful even when I haven't. Um, but but my confidence, it, it, it just is lacking a lot of the times. And I've always asked myself, like, why is this happening? And a lot lately, that's the question I've been asking. Um, and I think I've kind of come back to this one point is because I've had these walls built up. And even though, um, and I'll get into it later, part of my life, like I, you know, confessing to my brothers and stuff about what I was going through, um, I still held a, a wall up because of my trust issues towards people and everything like that and feeling like what I have to say has no purpose. And, and so like there's been a lot of things lately that 
you know, just to be quite honest, I, I've struggled with. I've struggled with trying to, you know, even my own identity. I, I think it's it's interesting because we think about a lot of like women's events and stuff. It's always based on like identity. It's always like who you are in Christ. And, and I think it's really important as guys as well to understand that because we don't. We, we are so wrapped up in ourselves a lot of the time that we we have a lot of identity uh, identity problems and, and and our identity is in Christ I mean he says in scripture all throughout how he he formed us I mean we see in Psalm how he says I formed you um, from your inward part I, I he created us he he's he is the creator of all of this stuff around us I mean we read in Genesis how that happens um, and, and and so it's just like but yet we have this hard understanding, at least me personally, where I just don't even know sometimes what he says about me. And I just have to be always hear the affirming of, of those things, always being reminded about those things because it's it's important. And, and frankly, it just kind of made my life this roller coaster because because I need to have assurance in Christ knowing that he created me knowing that he has a purpose for my life and even though sometimes it seems very confusing that he still does that he's still faithful and so um I don't exactly remember why I got on that tangent I this is this will be the problem when I because I don't have a script but I just didn't want a script because this is something that I want to come from from my heart, from who I am and, and for you guys to hear. And, and so anyways, yeah, I mean, like I've talked to, to my girlfriend about, about this stuff, the stuff I struggle with and, and just the, you know, I've found it lately that this has been really hard, this confidence thing. And, and it's, and it's because I've built those walls. Like I said earlier, it's because I've built these walls to say, you know what? I don't need help. I don't want people to be around me. I, I you know, and, and so because of that, basically everyone around me has at one point or another, at least unless they know my story or anything about me, um, they know that or they kind of have this persona of me as being like someone who's got everything figured out, someone who, um, is kind of like perfect and, and doesn't mess up. And, you know, the other day um, or yesterday, actually, because I'm releasing this Monday, um, you know, we were at our leaders um, meeting for our campus ministry. And it was just interesting because we were doing highs and lows and, and there was a lot of people. I mean, it was a really good time, honestly, um, just to be able to hear each person's heart and where they are right now. Um, and you know, this is just a bit of backstory. I will get into more of my testimony. I just want these, these parts are really important too, to kind of frame where I'm going with this. Um, but yeah, we were, we were in that and we were doing these the highs and lows. So you basically just like talk about your highs and your lows and just kind of open up about things. Um, and so, you know, I was kind of like, oh man, oh, I don't really want to share, you know, my anxiety was building up and all that. Um, and it was just like, but it got around to me and, you know, I just kind of, I vaguely, you know, said some things, you know, I was being honest about the highs and stuff. It's just like, when it comes to the lows, it was just like, let me just be very vague about this. And, and part of it's hard for me. You know, I, I struggle just to think that I should tell people things like, I'm just like, what if they just trample all over that? And, you know, even as I make this podcast, I'm realizing, you know, I have absolutely no idea who's going to hear this. I have absolutely no idea how people are going to respond to this because frankly, some of this stuff in here is kind of hard. 
you know, it's not easy. And it's something where it's like the fact that I can share it. Um, I don't know what people are going to respond with. People might be like, why did you share that? You don't need to share that with, you know, people or people. I don't, people might be like, wow, like that really impacted. Like, I don't know. But what I know is that I, I need to share this. And what I know is that the Lord's will be done. He'll bring the people he wants to hear this. Um, and, and I pray for each of you guys who are taking the time to listen to this, that you would be able to hear, yes, my testimony, but more than anything that you would hear how good of a father I serve, how good the Lord is, because my story is not one that has anything to do with me. Like I said earlier, this is not about me. This <laughs> it has nothing to do with me at all. In the end, it it is about God's grace, his forgiveness, his faithfulness, his peace, his love. And so, yeah, let's just jump into my testimony, guys. Let's just jump into the very beginning. We have to take it back. We have to go back and and start from the beginning in a sense. And even though, yes, I'm 23 and and there's still a lot of life to hopefully live. um, And so there will always be somewhat of an updating to this. I really just believe right now is a good time to share this with you. Some of you guys are around me all the time and you've never even heard any of this. And I hope that it encourages you. I hope that maybe the Lord's going to convict you because of the things that I've gone through. Um, and so, yeah, let's just take off from here. But anyways, one of the things I want to do is share some like song lyrics. Actually, it's actually called my testimony, um, by elevation. Um, and, you know, I, I I know sometimes certain people's songs, it's like, do we really, should we really be singing them and all? But some songs just hit different. Um, it, it says in this, I mean, he kind of starts with, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw darkness run for cover. But the miracle that I just can't get over is my name is registered in heaven. And then he kind of gets to that same part where he's, where he says again, Still the miracle that I just can't get over. My name is registered in heaven. Yeah, my praise belongs to you forever. This is my testimony from death to life. Because grace rewrote my story, I'll testify. My Jesus Christ, the righteous, I'm justified. This is my testimony. And I just think that's powerful. It's a good way for me to be able to start, um, start this. Because... God has poured out just this seemingly infinite amount of grace towards me. Um, So let's just go back. Let's just start, you know, Zachary, Zachary Taylor Ward. I mean, who, who am I? Where am I from? Like, what is the point? And like, where, where's all this going? And and to start it, you know, I was born in Idaho. Um, Didn't, I've lived most of my life here in the Springfield, Missouri area. And You know, I've grown up in a Christian household my whole entire life. Um, I have two siblings, one younger sister and an older brother. And, you know, like I've said, we've grown up in church our whole life. Like that's all we've known. That's that's it. You know, like we went to church every week. We, you know, participated in certain things at church every week. You know, this is what what life was like. Um, And. For that, I am thankful. I'm thankful that 
um, that I was able to grow up in, in this household that I have. I mean, beyond grateful. Um, but let's be honest, with that also comes a lot of challenges. And, and if you are someone who's been in church your whole life, you know that to be true. I mean, once you start to get older, you start to realize um, a lot of times our our belief um, is because of, you know, our family or our friends and stuff. The people we're around all the time. And it's not ours. Um, that's a whole nother podcast. I'll be honest about is just like our relationship with Christ has to be our relationship with Christ relationship with Christ. It can't be our parents or our friends or anything like that. It has to be ours. And and so, yeah, I've been growing up in church my whole life. And I think, um, I think for, you know, a few, I mean, really most of my life, I, you know, I was just a kid, uh, and, and about through, sixth grade, that was the case. You know, I was really just a kid doing kid things, just chilling, playing on the playground with friends, um, eating mac and cheese and pizza, chicken nuggets, you know, doing, doing things like that. Um, just being a kid and, you know, I don't really have as much of a, a, a memory of that part, but I think it really, where it starts to just really sink in is, from middle school until now, you know, um, and that's where I want to be basically like spend most of my time at. Um, and so I think the biggest thing for me to do is, is jump into my sin. Um, I think when we think of a testimony, I mean, that's one of the biggest places you have to start. You have to start at our brokenness. I mean, we all fall short of the glory of God. We've seen that in Romans, how we, how we, uh, we fall short. And we're all sinners. We, we are, we're enemies against Christ. Like we are born as enemies against Christ because we're sinful. Um, and it's only by his grace. Oh boy. That's the sound of a FaceTiming iPad. I'm sorry. I apologize, but I'm just going to talk over it for now. (laughs) Um, um, but it's just, uh, I kind of sit back and I'm like, wow, like his graces, I, I didn't deserve it. I deserve to be on the cross. And and so w- what do I, I always allude to people. I think that's been one of my biggest issues is I always allude to things about like, oh, you know, I understand sin and, and stuff. And people are always kind of like, probably like, well, I don't really know what he's meaning by this. Like, I don't know where this is, this is going. Um, and I never really tell people, you know, there's people out there who know, and there's some people who are going to listen to this who already knew this, but there's going to be some of you who, who didn't, frankly. Um, and, and I guess I don't really know why I didn't share this with everyone. You know, I, I think there's some people even now, as I sit here and talk about this, like, I'm not sure why I haven't shared it with them. Um, people who are my friends and stuff. And so I guess in a way, maybe, maybe you take it wrong and be like, wow, I, I thought he trusted me and, and would have shared this. And I guess, to you, I, I apologize. I apologize because I don't know why I didn't. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, but, you know, what what is Zach's, you know, deepest, darkest secret? What is his biggest sin that he um, has held on to and, and you know, and... and that would be a porn addiction. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, sometimes every time I say it, it's just like, Oh, 
Um, and I, you know, it, it it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard knowing that I even just said that. And this is <laughs> out in the, for the whole world to hear. It's like, holy macaroni sauce. Like, you know, I can't believe this is really, you know, happening. Um, but that was my biggest bondage. Um, you know, really from it started in middle school and, and went until my senior year of high school, it was holding me captive and I was just living in it. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it more. Um, I think there'll be more podcasts where I, I start to talk about this issue because it's, as we know, very prevalent. And, um, you know, what I tell people is porn is something that probably 99% of guys struggle with, you know, and I know there's women out there who do too, but we know this is primarily a guy issue. Um, um, but it's, this is for everyone. I want everyone to hear this because, you know, whatever you're struggling with, this is important. And so my whole life, I'd always start alluding to people how I understood addiction and, and, you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, how important it is for us not to, you know, even start one thing because it might lead to more. And I always alluded to it because I knew exactly what it was. You know, I still sometimes allude to it because it's like, I want to be careful how I, you know, tell people this, but at the same time, like I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want to just keep sitting back and, and hiding. You know, I want people to know, I want people to know that Zach is not this perfect little boy who, who's got everything figured out. But Zach is this, this wretched sinner who by God's grace has been brought out from it. And, and so you know, we're going to have today's podcast where I obviously am diving into this testimony part, but then we're going to have one next week where my girlfriend is going to join me and we're going to kind of talk about the ins and outs of kind of, you know, this understanding of our sin, but the freedom that we find in Christ from this, because it, it ties in with my testimony and I'll even talk about it. Um, but yeah, guys, that's, that was my biggest thing of bond. That's the one thing that held me for so long is a porn addiction. Um, and it ruined so much. I mean, it, it tears apart so much. I mean, you start to, um, see changes in your attitude. You start to, you know, you just, you understand relationships in a way that is not Christ centered. And so it's like, yeah, it's hard. Um, and, do I know why, why I, why I got addicted to it? I guess I can't pinpoint a particular thing, but it's besides the fact that flesh, my flesh, my flesh desired something. It desired something that wasn't good, but in, in, in flesh terms, it was like, no, this is, this is good. You want to keep having it. But just like any addiction, it's like you start and you have to keep, um, keep going because if you don't, then, you know, you start to have that downfall where it just becomes really hard. Um, and so the only way to keep going is to be able to keep, you know, doing it. Um, and it, and it, it just ruined so much. I mean, I'll be honest, I still struggle with um, remembering, like I have nightmares about it, um, you know, just honestly, like I remember names of, of people, you know, that I viewed 
Um, and I, I get this. This is kind of sensitive and everything, but I'm sick and tired of no one doing anything really like or us not really doing anything about this in, in, a, in a way. We just kind of allude to it a lot. We always just kind of have these moments where, you know, we talk about it, but we never truly are going to get rid of. I mean, if there's 99% of guys really who struggle with this, when is that number going to at least drop to, you know, 80 and then maybe 70 and then maybe 60 and then get, let's get it down among Christians. I mean, I know that the world is broken and I know that as, as the world, we are going to, we're going to see people who are going to live for the flesh and it's hard, but we got to, I mean, obviously we're going to speak truth. But if you're here right now and, and this is something you struggle with, I, I'm just imploring you to reach out to someone to to turn away from this. I mean, you, you already know that I struggle with it and I would absolutely love nothing more than to talk to you about it, to, to help you understand that there's freedom found in Christ. Uh, I get to preach uh, here soon on a Romans passage, and, and towards the end of that Romans passage is Romans eight one, which is there for there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I mean that's good news. This is good news. I mean I I've lived my life with this wall built up with without sharing this without telling people, man, this is you want to know who Zach is? I mean he's a broken mess but yet he has found freedom in Christ he is he has um, received the grace that the Lord freely gave to him and so yeah let's just seventh grade through 12th grade I struggled with this porn addiction where I just lived for myself and you know everyone on the out on the outside I mean if you if you are listening to this and you knew me then um, you're probably like what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. He never showed signs of that whatsoever. Well, no one does. That's the whole point about this, this particular thing. And, and this is the predominant part about my testimony is this addiction that I had with porn. And it's sensitive. It's a mess. It's disgusting. It's, it's wrong. It's, it's horrible, but it's true. And I'm not just making this up for some pity party. I'm not making this up um, in any slight way. I was a wreck. I was addicted to it. You know, we're talking a few times every week kind of thing. You know, we're, we're and it's because I got, I mean, it didn't always start that way, but it got to that point because I, I needed it. In quote unquote, I needed it because it was the only thing that was going to make me feel better. You know, like, you know, just as I reflect on that every day, I'm just like, wow, like I ran to, I ran to my flesh before I ran to Christ. The God of the universe loved me and was faithful. I mean, you want to hear a story about faithfulness. Like I have one for you. I have a story of faithfulness because it was the Lord's faithfulness in my life. Um, you know, I, I kind of just sit back and even still, it's just, it's so hard. It's overwhelming. Um, 
and I think I can keep myself fairly composed while I'm doing a podcast, but you could ask, you could ask my girlfriend. I have broken down in front of her about this um, because it's just overwhelming to know that the God of this universe for what, like six, seven years or whatever. And he still does. And he always did. Um, But he remained faithful to a very unfaithful person. A person named Zach. Someone who decided, you know what? He's going to fill his flesh, but then he's going to be like, oh, Lord, forgive me. Fill flesh. Lord, forgive me. Go after the flesh. Lord, forgive me. Over and over and over and over again. And I don't get it. (laughs) You know, I still don't. I'll be honest. I I still sit here sometimes and I'm like, why, Lord? You had you had every right to just strike me down honestly you know we read the story of uh ananias and sapphira i believe um i always get names mixed up um but i believe that's right where he you know he struck them down and they died because of what they did um and you can find that as well in uh acts let me just flip my bible open because i don't want to reference wrong here um Yeah, the fate of Ananias. So go to Acts 5 and you can read that. Um, But yeah. (laughs) But yet he was faithful. But yet he was faithful. And and I really believe that this story that I have to tell you here, this true story about a a guy who who is addicted to something, about a guy who, um, here in a second I'll dive into more, but who had anxiety, who had nightmares and night terrors, who who fights every day to understand who Christ says he is, that the God of the universe still loves him. The God of the universe poured out his grace. The God of the universe sent his son Jesus to die on a cross to forgive him of those sins. The God of the universe created him. That's what I have to be reminded of every day. I have to be reminded that he loves me more and, and more than I can even comprehend. He loves each one of you. You who have your ears listening to this podcast right now. He loves you more than you can even possibly fathom. You can't even begin to think about it. Your brain is not capable of that. Because he is infinitely greater than anything. And and so yeah, so struggle with this this addiction to porn. <sighs> 6 years, 6 7 years and it ruined me. <laughs> I mean it ruined me and it, and like I said it still has this scar. I still have this scar in my life that is hard. You know, I'll be I, I, like I said I'll be honest. I'm just kind of spitballing things right now and I'm I'm not going to do a half point break. I'm just going to keep going here. Um There's certain names I hear them or like I'll hear anything and my brain instantly goes to that, you know, and and I'm like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to think that, but it goes there and it's really hard, you know, um, talking to my girlfriend, I've told her, look, um, lust is hard. You know, it, it is something that. Every day, you know, especially as guys, but even as you ladies, we all struggle with this where we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. 
But in this world, we decide we're going to fix our eyes on things, people. Um, and that's hard. But I, I've told my girlfriend, I'm like, you know what? Whenever I walk around, you know, I do a lot on campus. I mean, just honestly, there are a lot of girls on campus who dress in a way that tries to show their bodies off. Um, and I told her, look, in my way of fighting this, that fighting this thing that I didn't used to fight, I have chosen to put my head down to not view those things. And, and so, um, but that's not what I did, you know, for the longest time, I would just let my eyes fix themselves on that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's really sickening. Like, if I'm just honest with you, it's really sickening the way that I acted. Um, and so let's roll, we can roll all the way to senior year. Um, and this is where God broke me. <laughs> um, he broke me and I'm forever grateful for what he did. Um, all my life, what he's been doing, what he still will do. But yeah, it was senior year. I mean, obviously still struggling with this addiction to porn. Um, and just like always, people always thought, man, he's great. He's doing awesome. So we were at summer camp, youth camp, um, summer youth camp. Well, I don't know why I said those two things separate. Um, and, um, I think it was, it was literally the final night actually, and look, I, I honestly had no idea what was about to happen was going to happen, but it did. And so we, uh, it was actually me and my best friend. Um, we were rooming that year. He was a year behind, year behind me. Um, and we were rooming and, uh, another kid came in and just wanted to talk to us cause he, you know, he trusted us. And, um, I do feel a little bit bad about this, um, to a degree, but God just worked in my life, um, at this time and through this person. Um, but this other kid came in and he's just started confessing sin, um, to us. And I tell you what, I've never experienced such conviction and such, um, it, it felt, it, it felt like something I don't, I don't even know how to describe it really. It just, in one moment, God said, it, it essentially was like I had this wall built and, and God and all his strength just absolutely just took it down. And I opened up and I confessed the sin to them. I was like, guys, um, I know what that's like. I've struggled with this, with a porn addiction now for a while. Um, and I know for them, they were probably like, what the heck? to a degree. Uh, I mean, I can only imagine, I don't really remember exactly the responses. Um, but God broke that wall and I've never experienced it, um, before, you know, at that point, like it was just, he destroyed it. He destroyed it and was like, no more, like, we're not going to keep going this way. Um, and obviously like, that's a big step. And, um, just confessing. And instantly at that point, I was like, well, I need to talk to youth pastor. I need to tell my other friends. I need to call my dad. Um, and all this stuff transpired. Um, and it, it didn't come with out hurt. You know, I hurt people because of that. Um, I mean, honestly, um, you know, my parents kind of, I was 
I don't, I don't say this in a prideful way, but I was in sense like the golden child. I was the one who they, they kind of looked at and was like, he's, he's stable. He's the one who's kind of got things figured out just like everyone seems to do. Um, and it was not true. You know, at that point I realized, um, what I had actually done, I had actually hurt them because I had put up this wall, um, and didn't tell them. And, and so I know it really, really hurt my mom. Um, and you know, I still hurt because of that. I hurt because I know that what I did was wrong. Um, but I also understand that sometimes it takes those moments of absolute pain, um, for God to start healing, um, Start healing a wound. Um, sorry, just some teary eyes. <laughs> um, for him to start healing wounds that, you know, honestly, I just didn't even think he would. <laughs> you know, for a long time, I prayed, Lord, just somehow break this wall, you know. And he did. He didn't do it in my timing. <laughs> But he did. And I don't think I could ever say thank you enough. I don't think I could ever praise him enough for that. And and it's like, what I want you to understand is uh, that life wasn't just rainbows and sunshine afterwards. Um, I'm still working on things. I'm still battling. I mean, what I began to understand is that God could free me from those shackles that I was in. And he can free you too. Like, I want you guys to hear this. I'm not sharing this just to share it, but I want you guys to hear that you might be struggling with the same thing, or you might be struggling with something else. Don't keep holding on. Stop holding on to it. I'm asking you just to take a bold step. Message me on Instagram. Go tell someone that you trust. Stop holding it in. And so, yeah, so I did that. Um, and of course, life changes from that point. You know, life changes. My life has changed completely because as I lived in that sin, I lived in it and I never really cared to turn away from it. I never had a heart of, I can't keep living this way, really. I just was like numb to it. And and, and after, after that point that I had finally confessed, after I was like, I need to make steps to, to not keep living this way. And it's not like it's always easy or anything like that, um, but it's worth it. Um, you start to you have a complete mindset heart change. You start to fight it. You start to realize that whenever temptation starts to arise, then you run away from it. And that's important. It's important to keep doing that. Um, and I think a lot of people um, to this point, they kind of wonder, um, you know, for me, I, I try to stay away from a lot of TV shows or movies or things where there may be like sex scenes or anything that just can have stuff that um, may be inappropriate or whatever in that form. And there's a reason why I do that. And it's because of what I've just been talking about to you guys, because there's no point in triggering something that used to be, um, for what to fill my flesh. 
and I get it. Like we like to watch shows and movies and stuff like that. And they still do, but I, I'm just trying to be really careful about it, you know? Um, and I just, you know, I kind of implore each of you as well to think about the things that you're filling yourself with, um, because it makes a difference. And I'm just saying that, you know, as a guy, I'm sometimes all it takes is just to be honest with you is one moment you watch a movie where there's a girl in a bikini and you're like, man, she looks really good. And then the next moment you're sitting on your bed while it's dark and no one's awake and you have your phone in front of you and you're watching porn, you know, and sometimes that leads. I mean, I'm thankful it didn't lead to even farther things where I started, you know, going outside and, and actually living, you know, in that way. Um, but for some of you, like maybe that you already have done that, or maybe that could become something that it, it turns into. I mean, I'm just saying that you think that it's not harmful to your eyes and to your heart and to your mind to see some of these things. But what it really does is it ruins it. And, and, um, I can't think of the word, but it just, um, um, burns away that protection and so yeah guys that's a big part of my testimony but it's not the only part and so I I know that this has taken the bulk of this but I'm just gonna keep talking and keep sharing my heart with you guys because I think it's important but I just hope that you guys will stick with me um, and not just um, be like oh I'm done with this podcast it's gone on too long if you need to break it up in parts that's fine I get that um because again, this is this is real stuff I'm trying to talk about, and real stuff that, frankly, we're not. I'm not the only one who struggles with. Like I said, I really believe about 99% of guys, and we if we just want to cut it down even more to just the church, the men in our church, the the boys in our church, 99% I still really believe almost struggle with this, have struggled with it, or will struggle with it. Um, and it, it's killer and, and I'm going to make more podcasts, more videos about this because I'm just sick and tired of sitting back and doing nothing. I'm sick and tired of knowing that this thing can harm people and being in the church and watching young men, older men, whoever they are, become captive to it. I mean, we, we watch how sexual sin has plagued the church. I mean, we watch, you know, it's like the new headline for the church is pastor gets caught having an affair. Now he's having to resign and blah, 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 this, you know, it's like, we don't have any strong men, do we? We don't have any men who are going to, to rise above this flesh. And I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite because like I said, this is something that I struggle with that had held me in bondage for so long. Um, and, and so, yeah, like this is important to understand, but let's jump to some other parts. Um, really parts that play uh, a key role in all of this is like my anxiety and, you know, my nightmares and night terrors, you know, for my childhood until I don't even remember when to be quite honest with you, but there was a lot of weeks where it was like two or three times a week at least um, where I was having nightmares and night terrors. Um, I mean, we're talking like just seeing the most horrible type things. Um, and I would end up being on my parents' floor. It's the only place I found comfort. 
you know, at that time and, and stuff like that. So I dealt with that. Um, but and I think in a bigger um, thing is understanding like the anxiety part. I mean, I still fight it. I mean, there's times where I feel paralyzed um, and, and I, I don't know what to do. Um, and it's really hard. And I know that some of you guys here um, fight against that as well. Um, and I really think that part of my anxiety um, escalated whenever I was in my addiction to porn because, because it does that to your brain. I mean, it, it starts to completely ruin what once was, you know, um, and it, and it just is, it's overwhelming, um, for my brain sometimes, you know, I really don't, I can't have too much on my brain or else I just start to just burn out. You know, I have to kind of keep myself at a minimum when it comes to how many things are in my brain. Uh, and I think that there's, you know, there's always still like few people who kind of know um, what it's like. Um, but for me, the best way for me to be able to describe it is just kind of like how I feel like I am just all of a sudden the, all the lights go out and the light, one light just shines on me and my heart starts racing. I start to kind of sweat. Um, I feel like I'm going to die. I mean, essentially, like, I feel like I'm going to throw up, die. Like, it just is the worst feeling ever. Um, and I want to get up and I want to run, but I can't. For some reason, I just can't. Um, and that's what it's like. And, and I have those at times. And, and it's a lot better now. Um, but that's important for you to understand. And so, really, with all of this being said, I know I took the big chunk of this to help you understand the big sin in my life, the thing that I don't tell people about, the thing that has been hard, um, and that being like the porn addiction. I can't believe I've said that word this many times at this point because it's a word that just makes me sick. Um, but I told you guys when I first started this that my testimony has nothing to do with me, and I need to talk about why that is. Um, as I was living in sin, living for my flesh. God. God was faithful. God poured out his grace. We read in, in Romans a lot about how his grace was poured out, that it was it was this free gift that um, that we are now justified, that we we are now um, it talks about in, where is it? Oh, I always forget. But how we are now, as believers, you know, when we become believers, we are his children. Um, and there's this freedom that we find a lot in Romans. I love Romans, and oh, I think it might be my favorite book. Um, but in Romans, we, t we hear so much about freedom. Freedom from our sin and, and new life in Christ. And that was... The important thing for me to understand is no longer do I have to live my life held in that bondage that I once did, but I get to live in the newness of life, the, the freedom from that sin that I had lived in. And my testimony, again, it has nothing to do with me. It's about God's grace, his overwhelming grace in my life. The thing that we don't realize a lot of the time is 
that we were the ones who deserve to be on that cross, who deserve to be nailed to it, to die. He took on every single person, all, all the sin, so that we could be forgiven. There's a reason that God had to send his son to do that, that, that Jesus was the only one who could pay that penalty. Because like we know from reading scripture, he was fully God and he was fully man. And it is only someone who has to be fully God, have all the nature of God, the, I'm trying to word this right, the, the who of God, the, you know, the, the, I should just say the nature of God, um, but also be able to be a physical body as a human. Um, I mean, he took on human flesh so that he could pay that price. And, you know, as I was living in my sin, um, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> you know, as life has gone by, I've been slowly convicted about how little I really cared about it. Honestly, I just kind of went to church. I just kind of pretended to, to be okay. You know, it's like, I tell people I might be the best at putting a mask up and I hate that title. I would hate to have that, that award, you know, or banner over me, but I think it could have been true at that point. Like no one, absolutely no one would have even known. And one of the things I, I've told some people and I've told my girlfriend, I'm like, man, if you know, I know 99% of guys seem to struggle with this. And, and if, if some of the, those men who who people look at and and trust and really look at as being like mentors and people who um you know i just remember being in youth group i guess and there was you know being a guy in that youth group who the younger boys looked up to um it's like what if we just got up and shared this shared this part of our story Share this part that this is real part of life here that we struggle with and share about the more important part of understanding that God has poured out his grace. I mean, it really comes down to the point to me where I'm like, how much longer can we go before we're going to do something? And, and I know there's people out there who are doing stuff and I'm not taking away from that, but I'm saying nothing is changing. Absolutely nothing is changing. <laughs> I can guarantee you right now that some of you, uh, and I, I know I speak to guys, but any of you who are listening to this right now, last night, you may have looked at something. And I don't want you to keep doing that. I don't want you to keep doing it because I, I know what it does to you because it, it happened to me and, and God doesn't want you to keep living that way either. I mean, his faithfulness, friends, his faithfulness, his faithfulness, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. But if you live your life running after your sin over and over and it becomes habitual to the point where you don't even serve him anymore and then 
I'm just imploring you again, like I have multiple times, to be bold and, and, and run away. To hear it from someone who everyone looks at and, and thinks he's got life figured out and he's doing great and he never has any lows in his life, that it's okay to not be okay, that it's okay to, 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 to confess that sin, and yes, it will hurt. There will be some pain that is caused. I know that even making this podcast right now, I take the risk of hurting someone in the sense of them just being like, I never knew this was happening or I don't even know. It could get any, go anyway. But if I don't do this, then you guys won't realize how God's grace in my life and his faithfulness in my life mean more to me than you ever even realize. People get half of Zach's story, but for once in my life, I wanted to give them the full thing, you know, for once I wanted the full thing to be out there for you. No script, no formula. It's, it's no different. This is just like me chatting with you. You know, if someone were to walk up to me and just be like, Hey, share your story, you know, share what's, you know, God's done in your life. I mean, God has done a lot in my life <laughs> through this, through other things, through people, um, I still walk through life just being baffled sometimes, just speechless, not knowing how to even comprehend his goodness. And to top it off, you know, now I find myself at a point where I have found a woman that I love so much, Catherine, I'm shouting you out, um, because I love you. <laughs> Um, someone that I love very much who she has her own story too. Um, but one of the more profound things that ever, I never thought would be true is I would find that person and that person would look at me and say, that's not who you are anymore. Yeah. I never thought I could tell someone, uh, a girl that I, I love and hope to marry someday that, hey, look, like, um, I struggled with this and, you know, she obviously more ins and outs of it, um, which guys, I'll share that more. Like, this is just kind of like my beginning to helping you guys understand some of this, but I'm going to make more podcasts and videos, like I said, about porn, because I think that we need to start talking about it and talking about things that kind of revolve around that. Um, and it's a hard subject, especially amongst us. Um, and so, I just was blown away at the way that she responded to the fact of knowing what I was struggling with, what I, or like what I had struggled with um, before and, and why, you know, I've gone about the things. I mean, she had spent, um, well, actually, we'll share this later. I'll, we'll share this in the next podcast when she's actually on, because I think that'll be easier um, so she can just tell you herself. But uh, she just has loved me and supported me and stands right by, beside me and says, I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for us because I serve the Lord. I haven't, I haven't met anybody else like that. You know, I told myself, I want to marry someone someday who's, who's going to fight. You know, I don't want this to be a one-way 
kind of thing where I'm fighting and, and the other person's not. I want it to be a two-way thing where we're both fighting, where we both first and foremost serve the Lord. But then we fight for each other because of that. And, and so I'm just blown away by the way she has responded to this. I mean, and we'll talk about that in the next podcast. But guys, like this is just... I mean, as I, as I struggle still with that confidence and it's just, for me, I've had to understand this is me growing. Um, I have my good weeks. I have my bad weeks. I have my good days. I have my bad days, whatever way you want to look at that. Just like anybody else. You know, we all think that we're something special and completely different than everyone, but we're not. We just hold in so much that we forget that we need to just share some things and, and, be vulnerable and open up. And for goodness sake, I know I'm about to an hour now on this podcast and I really don't care. I would go for as long as it takes just to get this message across of God's grace, God's faithfulness. It gets really easy just to start talking about this whenever you do this. I mean, it, it's not even hard for me. Like this hour has felt like 10 minutes because I'm just talking to you guys. I just want you to hear this. You know, as I work in college ministry, I realize, yeah, I'm predominantly going to work around like just working with guys. And that's just because I'm a guy. Um, but for each and every single one of you, you, you are struggling with something. And don't pretend that you aren't because it's not worth it. I'm just telling you right now, each of you who are listening to this, you're struggling with something. You might have been struggling. You might be struggling with something you've never told anybody. And I get it. It is not something you want to share. I spent, I mean, really, if you want to look at it, I spent six years telling myself, nope, I'm not going to tell anybody. Nope, 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 Lord. There was opportunities that always opened up. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I, I just kept doing that. But if I could tell you anything right now, I would just say, don't do that. Don't do it because in the long run, it's going to hurt worse. And yes, I think that I'm thankful. I'm thankful that the Lord broke me when he broke me. But I just don't want you guys to keep going in, in the sin that you're living in and, and whatever it is. Um, because it ruins. I mean, sin ruins. It ruins your mind. It ruins your heart. It ruins your eyes, your ears. Probably not your nose as much. It could, it could technically ruin that. Um, and, and I kind of want to just share one kind of final thing, probably, um, is my understanding of what things broke me. I think I, I completely forgot to share this, and this is terrible that I'm doing this at the end, but didn't have a script like I said um but there was a couple things that broke me from well beyond like like I know God's grace and and the fact that he worked in a powerful way but there was two things that come to mind whenever whenever I think about like me and my porn addiction the first is scripture um I started reading scripture and would read scripture where um and I can't remember exactly where it is but it would be like Talk, uh, it was the verse that it says basically like the sh sexually immoral will not inherit the, ki the kingdom of God. 
And that'll make you, that'll make anybody just have a heart drop. You know, like my heart dropped realizing I'm not going to, I'm going to get up there and and he's going to say, I don't know you. Because I didn't truly live for him. I didn't flee from that. I kept running to it. I kept running to it. And so scripture convicted me. I mean, God convicted me. The Holy Spirit convicted me. But but he used scripture, his word, to really convict me. And, and that was a big moment for me. But the second one that really hit home as well was understanding the things that I was viewing was trafficking. Um, we don't really think about it as much. You know, you go on to your website, your, you know, your Google or, you know, Safari, whatever you're going to use. Um, Instagram. I mean, you can go to anything. You can find porn anywhere, anywhere. You can go anywhere. Um, that's how easy it is. That's how it makes me sad, but I'll talk more about that later. Um, but once I, I came to this understanding that a lot of what I was viewing was trafficking. And that broke me. It broke me because I was like, my eyes are viewing something. Someone, they're viewing someone that the Lord created. And whether or not that person chose to do this or didn't choose to do it, it doesn't change the fact that God created them and that I'm using them for my pleasure, my viewing pleasure. Um, That's hard. That's really hard. And so obviously, guys, like I said, um, like this next podcast that I'll do, I'm going to do with Catherine, my girlfriend, um, about some other things. And then um, we'll start just diving into some of these things. Like I really want to genuinely dive in about porn and the industry and, you know, things about that and just really diving into it. Um, I mean, my testimony is about God's grace. Um, but as you could tell, my testimony was ultimately about that, about that addiction to porn that I had. And I have to tell people. I have to tell people because this has become the thing that I realize is my avenue to sharing the gospel with anybody and everybody is this sexual sin. Um, It's these hot topics, really. I mean, I work with a college ministry and I'm telling you this right now that many of the people that I'm working with, many nights they're doing this, many days they're probably doing this. Sometimes they might even going, they might be going and actually partying and they might fall into, into it, you know, doing it with someone actually, you know, and that's hard. That's really hard. But my hope and my prayer is that through this hour long podcast, oh my goodness, I haven't done an hour long one ever, but through this hour long podcast that that someone 
someone might have been encouraged. Someone might have been convicted. Someone at this point already has has gone to someone and said, hey, look, I am struggling with this. And I'm not saying that just because of my story that it has to be that one thing. Like only people who have had a porn addiction or struggling with that right now can be the ones confessing. I'm saying anybody who's sinning right now, who's living in something or is struggling with something to, to go tell someone. I mean, first and foremost, tell the Lord. Yeah, he knows, but he wants you to tell him. And second, go tell people. Tell people you trust. Tell me, like, for goodness sake, like my Instagram, you just go message me. I'm right there. If you know me and you struggle with this, tell me. Like, I want to know because I've done it. I've experienced sin in a way that I wish I never had. But at the same time, like, I realized, you know what, Lord, I struggle with this and I can't look at at it as, um, as a shame, but as a way to say, you know what, God is greater. God is greater. And that that one thing right there is going to lead us into our next podcast. So anyways, guys, that's what I've got for us today. I know that, that was heavy. That was sensitive. That was something you might have not expected. But I had to do that. Like I said, I wanted to do that. And, and I just want you guys to know that I love you, that I care for you, and that whatever you're going through right now, um, whether it's a sin issue, whether it's just life struggles and just being really overwhelmed with something like whatever it is. um, First and foremost, the Lord loves you more than you'll ever know. He loves you more than you'll ever know. And he just wants to be in relationship with you. And if you believe, live for him. And if you don't believe, know that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross for you so that you could be forgiven. And you might not think that, oh, I need forgiven, but I'm just saying, Trust me when I say this, we are broken human beings in desperate need of him. We're going to have to keep filling ourselves with the things of the flesh, but we're never going to be truly satisfied until we run away from that sin and say, Lord, I believe in you and I want to serve you. And so I just ask that you guys do that today. Take a bold step, turn away from your sin and believe in him. And so guys, go follow me on my social media which basically is Instagram. That's the best way. But you can also find me on Facebook. Um, On Instagram, it's at Zachary underscore Ward 98. You can also find that in the bio, description, whatever you want to call it. Um, But also just if you guys want to support me, um, a big way to do that again is go become one of my patrons. That is also in my Instagram bio. Uh, There's like link thing where it takes you all my links. Go uh, check that out and maybe subscribe to one of them. Help me out with that. And so, guys, that is what I have for us today. This is the longest podcast I've done so far, and I hope that you enjoyed it. See you later.